90% of all scientists that have ever been alive are alive today. That's a lot of information, but don't panic. It's not an exact science. Hey, Shannon, how are you doing? Freezing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was our, uh, it's the first day of spring break for us, and my son has soccer camp for three hours, and it was so cold. It was like a 38 degree wind chill. It was ridiculous. A <laughs> 38 degree wind chill. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, it was like 25 mile an hour winds. It was like 50 outside, so you know. <laughs> Yeah, we had the fascinating experience of having thunder and lightning that then we were getting rain from that then transitioned into inch and a half aggregate snowflakes. God, I love that so much. Like, I have so many screenshots of that warning situation, you know, Mm -hmm. that just like grades from dark flash flood green and, you know, red tornado warnings into bright pink winter storm. Winter weather advisors. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's just the best. (laughs) so yeah interesting weather which is appropriate for this time of year so that's okay other than that just staying really busy i've got lots of exciting work going on that hopefully i'll be able to uh, talk about soon including a product launch Ooh, exciting yeah that's awesome um so if you if you want the inside scoop on the product launch you should go to my website and sign up for the newsletter oh look at you (laughs) <laughs> you should go to my website and look at pictures of my kids. That's that's all there is. <laughs> um, well, I mean, speaking of being cold today, I don't know. I mean, you probably worked a lot harder than I did because I'm on spring break. <clears throat> and so I yeah, spent yeah. the day. <laughs> You'd be proud of me because I bought a cordless speaker. You know, I went out and did the Bluetooth speaker business. I sounded like an old lady at Best Buy. It was fabulous. But (laughs) (laughs) this little guy is like big enough. It can hook up with a bunch of other little guys just like him. And he's big enough to, you know, broadcast through my house when I put it in the entryway. And so much to my kids' dismay, I listen to podcasts all day today. (laughs) You know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts as well. I've had the unfortunate... uh, I've spent a lot of time in an auto shop recently as I've blown out two transfer <laughs> cases in my vehicle. And so I've spent a lot of time uh, sitting places or working from home and listening to podcasts. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And so we had a shout out to our listeners and asked them to um, share what podcast they've been listening to. And then I know there was a lot of um, traffic on the Slack channel telling us about all those podcasts too. And so we thought that we would share that with everyone else because this is a great way to find the next thing you want to listen to. Um, I always, whenever any of the podcasts that I listen to do this, I always pick up one or two, you know, that inevitably make it into the rotation. Yeah. And, you know, a year ago, uh, several of us had blog posts about what we were listening to. And I thought it was interesting, the turnover of, well, these shows are now defunct and (laughs) ones that were must-haves a year ago started there was some repeating content uh not not in terms of repeated episodes but i didn't feel like i was getting new things so Uh, they went mm -hmm. to well maybe that i'm not going to listen to every episode so there's a lot of turnover in my list ah interesting okay um i actually just went through and deleted a whole bunch so anything that i didn't have up there uh for my list i've just totally already erased it from my mental banks but i'm sure i'll remember as we go along I bumped my phone storage to 256 gigs, so I can have all kinds of podcasts I can't listen to. Oh, beautiful. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I divided my list into must-haves, try to keep up with, and defunct. Okay, and since I did my notes second, because I'm always behind you, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we could go through some of ours, discuss what we like, some of the commonalities, and then we went through the listener suggestions and picked out ones that were common amongst a lot of folks, but this week's show notes will be heavy because <laughs> I'm going to link or try to link to every unique podcast that we talk about. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm sure you that I would say I'd help you with that, but I'm sure you've got a script to do that. So I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> uh, so I did add two because we've actually made it on a Reddit sub thread in the geology portion of Reddit. And so I added some of those links then. And as well, we added this, this was just a topic on one of the AGU discussion boards where listener Taryn gave us a shout out and said, you should listen to this. And a couple of people in my department found it and were like, Oh, look, you have a fan. <laughs> so, Taryn, your check is in the mail. Exactly. <laughs> so that was exciting. But those will all be on there, too. So, Yeah. So I guess I will start out with the podcast that inspired me to call you and say, hey, Shannon, we should do a podcast, <laughs> which is the Embedded Podcast by our friends Chris and Alicia White. Oh, that's excellent. Um, how long have they been? I never pay attention to their episode numbers. How long have they been going? So they've been going uh, quite a while. They're approaching episode 250 pretty soon. And so what I love about them is because I don't do any of those things. And when you guys all start talking, I don't get it very much until Alicia has a question about geology. <laughs> but what I do love is, you know, they're such great interviewers. And so there's so much stuff that I listen to all the way through anyway on the Embedded Podcast, even though I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and there have been a lot of really uh, diverse interviews. So they had s some authors on recently, a musician. Uh, this week, they talked about ShotSpotter, which was a company that Alicia worked at, and it was a very interesting discussion and some other listener questions. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I find the podcast very entertaining, and it was, like I said, one of the ones where I thought maybe we should try this too. That is excellent. Thanks for uh, thanks for that inspiration, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um man i'm trying to think of the very first podcast that i started to listen to with extreme regularity uh well it definitely has to be wait wait don't tell me a lot of mine are npr podcasts because that's just who i am but um that com or it's a news quiz show that's been going for 20 years and i've been listening to it for probably 15 or 17 of those 20 i was trying to think of when i started and it was only a couple years out of high school so that's probably my biggest, biggest one. But I listen to it old school on the radio most weeks. So, you know. Well, and you've missed your chance to get Carl Castle's voice on your voicemail. I know. I, it's more exciting. And every time I think about, you know, who would I pick? Because now you can pick anyone that's on there. And it's like, I think I couldn't. It'd have to be Tom Bodette or Paula Poundstone. That's who I have to go with. <laughs> I, I would agree. I would I would think Tom Baudet was something slightly Motel 8 related. Yeah, Motel 6. Motel 6. Or Motel 6. Yes. There mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. So that one's definitely on my list yeah. as well. Uh, I think the first podcast I subscribed to was probably an NPR show also, which is Car Talk. Yes. Yeah. That's I, I added that to my defunct list just because that's so sad. But, you know, they still had... I don't remember how many years they said, 
like five years or something when they quit the pod or when they quit the the radio show they still had five years of stuff that had never been aired there are so many callers and yeah i still go back and listen to car talk i don't know about you yeah i mean it, a new episode does come out every week but it's remixed right right it, it was i think they're out of that little window of having all the new stuff but man that was so great yeah and they do really pick some of the best ones to go oh, back. They're all... uh, a few weeks ago, I was listening to one of uh, a large dog that couldn't keep its dinner down, and it went all down a truck's vents, and it was just hysterical. <laughs> that doesn't even sound real. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um... <laughs> yeah, don't turn on the defroster was the moral. <laughs> oh, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Um, I feel I feel like we should just like ram jam through all these because we have so many. And I, I look at this list and think, oh, maybe this is why I don't get stuff done. <laughs> right. So well, what are some of the others on your list? Okay. So, well, the other NPR one is Ask Me Another, which is also uh, sort of a quiz show, less newsy, but um, it's kind of Wait Wait's sister show. And I didn't like it for a long time. But I've come around, and the coolest part is the co-host is Jonathan Colton, who, if there are any nerds in the crowd, which I'm assuming we have lots of nerds in our crowd, <laughs> um, you know, he's a musician, did Code Monkey, all those other kind of great songs like that. Um, and so he makes that show really hilarious. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. That may go on my list. Oh, uh, yeah, you absolutely should. They They have really random, because they're not super... I mean, they are popular, but, you know, they're not super, wait, wait, don't tell me popular. Uh, they have some really awesome celebrities on there. They had Chris Hadfield on there, the Canadian astronaut, and he was just a riot. Like, it was totally worth it. So you should definitely, if you're going to start, just start with that show. It was only about a month ago or something. Fantastic. Great. So next one on my list would be uh, a relatively new show, been going for about a year now, The Business of Machining. <laughs> So when I saw this on your list, I thought that this might be the one that that breaks my husband into actually listening to a podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's actually by two other Johns, John Saunders and John Grimsmo. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> uh, they both have YouTube channels. They're very entertaining, uh, relatively new to the podcasting world. So it was fun to listen to some of the first episodes and hear the exact same progression that we went through. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. But it's it's really fun. They had pretty much what you and I did of we have this conversation almost weekly, so we should just tape it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually really excited about this. I'm I'm gonna have to load it up for him because yeah, he wouldn't know how to how to find this. But I think he will be super stoked about it. So how long have they been? You said it's relatively new. Yeah, yeah, about a year. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. So have you learned anything from it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a nice mix of machining and shop stuff with business and light conversation and talking gotcha. about going to other people's shops, seeing how they do things. I, I just think that kind of process type stuff is interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, see, this is already, we haven't even gotten like a quarter of the way down our list. I'm already adding to mine. This is not okay. <laughs> yeah, I say we have to, we have to pick it up here. So what's yeah, next exactly. on your list? <laughs> well, I know one that we have, and this might not be on your must-haves, but I know you also listen to Radio Lab a lot. Um, they just had a big anniversary too. I don't know if it was 20 or 
20 years for them or 10? It was 10 years for them. And they replayed their first show, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, they're so well produced now. So many hours go into all of the background sound editing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy it. It just got to where the volume, they used to not produce that many shows. Mm-hmm. And so I could keep up. The volume of shows that they're able to produce now has swamped me. Yeah, see, I actually don't subscribe to Radio Lab. I just catch it on the radio because of because of that exact thing. So it's like, you know, I subscribe to a lot of these other ones on my podcast addict app, but that one, yeah, it's overwhelming, but it's excellent too. Yeah. And to go along with that, I'll just throw this one too is Snap Judgment. I don't know if you ever listened to that one. That's an NPR one as well. No, I haven't. It's not very sciencey. So most of mine, actually, obviously, I use podcasts to get away from it all because I have very little science podcasts. Um, but it's a really great. Um, it's hosted by this guy, Glenn Washington, and it's these stories. And it's just stories. It's like the Moth Radio Hour too, which is another one that I have. Um, you know, and sometimes they actually are really sciencey. Sometimes they're just emotional but they're so great so if you really want to they're really good to zone out too so oh yeah nice i'll have to check that one out yep i suggest those so the next one on my list uh actually i'm gonna group two together because they have a co-host in common oh okay uh free agents which is about being a an independent worker okay and one of the co-hosts of that show it's relatively new and it's bi-weekly mm. and it's only about 50 minutes so it's a nice not that heavy load. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in working for yourself or doing things on the side, it's a nice show. Uh, the second one that shares a co-host is Mac Power Users, which I have been listening to forever. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. I'm sorry. I think it's funny. <laughs> you know, you we... pick up a lot of good tips. Well, it's funny because we just spent the 20 minutes before we actually started recording talking about Macs. So I'm like, mm, maybe I should go ahead and add that one too, I guess. <laughs> Um, and the free agents one, I was very excited to see what that was. Cause I know you're not a, you know, sports guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, Hmm. <laughs> so how do you feel about the bi-weekly thing? Do you like that then? I mean, just not for the whole less stuff in your, you know, feed, but just in general, do you forget about it? Is that, cause I know that's something we talked about a lot was when we were going to release our show. So how do you feel about that? You know, I like it less than a weekly feed. Okay. It's the continuity of the story of, you know, every week you and I get to banter a little bit at the beginning of the show. In fact, it's just in the notes. It's banter. We <laughs> don't plan it at all. Well, we uh, used to, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. And we kind of can have some continuing threads. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. With a bi-weekly show, it's just really hard to remember because you listen to so many podcasts what they were doing last time that's that's interesting um i wondered if you would have a deal because i know you're such a creature of habit more than i am even though i am as well and so that's where it messes me up is that like i'm like oh well this is on the radio at this time or this is the time i listen to this one you know regardless of when it comes out this is the time that i listen to it when i'm doing x on wednesday or whatever you know what i mean and so right. the, the bi-weekly one messes me up in that way so I used Overcast as my podcatcher, and there you can set up playlists. So I actually have uh, a you know weekly must-haves playlist, and I just go through whatever's in there. Okay. Uh, and then I have one that's like podcasts that I like to listen to with my wife when we're driving home, and I let that fill up. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, 
So what's next on your list? Um, let's see. Next I have, um, well, speaking of weird times to come out. So this one is really weird and I just got it as a, it was just a suggestion that came up actually when I was using the NPR one app and it's not an NPR show, but it's called Nocturne. And I love it. I, I, I totally clicked on it because the, the artwork is super cool. It's like this possum going through a back alley at night. <laughs> yeah. And this was on some listener lists as well, I believe. Yes. And so I got really excited because I love this show. It's really weird. But the deal is it comes out randomly. It's like once a monthly sort of. <laughs> yeah. And so that kills me about it. That really kills me. But it's super cool because it's all kinds of stuff that happens at night. Really nice. random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So I will group the next two in my list together as well which are Space Pod by Carrie Nugent and The Orbital Mechanics, our friends that uh, we have exchanged and had some crossover episodes before. So these are both obviously about space, which we both love. <laughs> right, yeah. Those are on my two. I'm not even going to say anything about it. Um. And they were both on a lot of listeners. <laughs> yeah. As well. yeah, they a sure lot. were. <laughs> they sure were. Um, we're also talking about brain stuff earlier, too. I think our fun paper in the future will have something to do with that. So I don't know. Do you listen to Hidden Brain? I have never heard of Hidden Brain. Oh, it's awesome. So you should listen to that one. That's a really cool science-y one. And it's nice and like 20 minutes long, which I kind of like, which another one that I listen to that's also short like that is called Note to Self. And you should be very proud of me. This is actually a tech podcast. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, it has a lot to do about like tech and kids too, or like tech and security. And the co-host doesn't have social media and stuff, but it's all about tech. It's a very interesting thing. You should take a look at those. Okay, so I think the next one, and this one's also been running for years and years. Uh, it's called Back to Work. <laughs> I don't want to. Why would I listen to a podcast telling me to go to work? So it's it's Merlin <laughs> Mann and Dan Benjamin, and I I don't know how to describe it other than it is like when you and I have conversations that aren't recorded of just stream of conscience. Did you see this thing? Oh, did you, you won't believe what happened to me the other day. Oh, that reminds me of when it's a roughly an hour and a half to two hours a week. Oh my goodness. And it is fascinating. Uh, you, oh, see, like, you like they ended up that. talking about drum fills this week for like half an hour. Oh, see, I don't like it. See, this is where I can't get on Nerds on Draft that much. Like, I listen to it, but not regularly, because the weird stream of consciousness thing, it gets annoying to me. Oh, see, I like it. I consider it as a, uh, it's an interesting conversation that I'm sitting in and hearing, but don't have to take part in, necessarily. <laughs> it's like having friends, but not having to talk to them, okay? I mean, I, and I, I have submitted, you know, feedback and... I do enjoy interacting on Twitter and that kind of thing, but it's what with back to work and nerds on draft. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy that style, but I know a lot of people don't. My wife doesn't when we're taking road trips. So that's one that I listen to on Saturday mornings when I'm working in the basement. That's really, that's really interesting. See, I, I, I like that sort of what people like, you know, that's a complete genre of podcast that I sort of don't take part in but i will say that the one i do take part in that's kind of like that which i know we talked about this this is one of my first ones too and it's the pin addict so i think i told you about the pin you addict. Did. i was like hey there's this show about people <laughs> that talk about pins and paper and it sounds really boring but it's really good and it's like an hour some of those episodes are over an hour long 
<laughs> and they've been going forever. Yeah, they've been going for uh, a little bit longer than uh, Embedded or Us. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, I don't know if you were nervous about running out of things to talk about, but we have the entirety of geosciences. And these guys just talk about pens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were actually a one of the questions in Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me the other week, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was one of those, like, can you believe there's a podcast about... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, so what what else do you got? Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, our friends over at Undersampled Radio, uh, Matt and Graham, they're on my must-haves. Yeah, yeah, they're on yep. mine as well. <laughs> and then uh, we can't forget We Martians. I forgot yes. to group that in with the other space podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mine is also... Um, not grouped with them, but that's an excellent one. And a lot of our listeners listen to that one as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so also sciencey, but not our science is Freakonomics. I didn't see this on yours and I was actually kind of surprised. You know, so I used to listen to it and that is one of the shows that it got to where it wasn't as interesting to me anymore. So oh. it fell off the list. Oh, interesting. Okay. I just skip the ones that I'm not interested in. And uh, I just love Stephen Dubner's voice, I think. And that really, I really like uh, a lot of their topics a lot. Um, a lot of the topics were interesting, but since my podcast uh, feed keeps filling up, it got to where if I'm deleting more shows than I'm listening to, I would just unsubscribe. Uh, Ah, gotcha. I'm not there yet, but I could totally see how that would happen to me for that one. And I've um, also lis- I also listened to that one for like two or three years. Yeah, see, there you go. Okay. See, I just uh, I just dip into it. Even though I let it I let it fill up my feed, I really don't listen every week to that one because they do stuff that is not super exciting for me. Um, they had a couple of Uber shows that were really interesting, though. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. You've really got to get this hidden brain that's really so good i keep looking at that and (laughs) um let's see what else i have i'm super embarrassed about one of mine and i hope somebody writes in and says i listen to this as well and it's this podcast called dear sugars it's this totally ridiculous like love advice thing but it's by this author (laughs) i know i know (laughs) it's by the lady who did wild cheryl strayed and i am yeah it's my like late night driving one it's my super embarrassing one too so there you go (laughs) all right uh let's see so i'm gonna move down my list to the try to keep up with podcasts and so on this we've already talked about radio lab which is on yours one that i really enjoy and it sort of reminds me of radio lab in terms of it's highly produced and it's very interesting and it produces a lot of content is 99% invisible which was also on a lot of listeners lists right um I've not, I haven't listened to this but I have had people tell me I should listen to it uh, there's one on shipping containers like that go on large boats called reefer madness that will blow your mind <laughs> uh, that's awesome okay that's, yeah yeah that's already on the list now yeah <laughs> that's great and then uh, let's see since I'm a little bit behind you I think uh i will lump in with that Uh, another one that uh is pretty heavily produced from gimlet media it's seasonal so right now there's nothing new uh it's called crime town which is the history of organized crime in a city 
Yeah, Gimlet puts out some excellent stuff. They so. do, and uh, Crime Town. It was on Providence, Rhode Island, uh, for the last season. Absolutely stellar work. <laughs> it's uh, so it's like investigative reporting on the radio. Uh, there's lots of stories and interviews and uh, audio production work. It's it's a really great show. Uh, Gimlet also put out one that's on both of our list, which is now defunct, which is surprisingly awesome. And they just decided to quit doing that. And it made me really sad. Surprisingly awesome was really good. I reply all is another one that Gimlet puts out that was on my list and several listeners lists. Yeah. Yeah. That's which it. is about weird things that happen on the internet. So. Hey, nothing <laughs> weird happens on the internet. That's silly. <laughs> We're on the internet, Shannon. (laughs) Just us. That's it. Um, Okay, let me see. So my other must-haves, because clearly I am a podcast addict, uh, is Welcome to Night Vale. I've heard about this. I'm quite surprised that it was not on more of our listeners' lists. Uh, It's this super awesome um, sci-fi story, actually. They've been going for several years now. I went to see them live. They taped live in places it was amazing they have a super cult following it's awesome there's a book out it's really great so if you're into weird sci-fi stuff it's about this town in the desert and a guy that does the news it's super fantastic Hmm. yeah so that's really weird and they have a lot of other spin-off podcasts now too um which i don't listen to those i'm i'm more of the original right there but right uh that and then the minimalist is one that i don't miss i know i've talked about them on here before so i'll just leave that at that all right uh let's see so i will group a couple of themed podcasts here together uh podcast dunder in it which dunder is double <laughs> underscore so it's podcast dot underscore underscore i-n-i-t underscore underscore um <laughs> and that's actually so uh, ryan may sean arms and i were interviewed on that about a year ago mm-hmm. and it's an interesting one i try to keep up with but don't always make it uh in the same vein one that is very conversational and about what's new in the python world is called python bytes b-y-t-e-s and that is a very interesting show and it's where i try to get a lot of new things to go check out new packages and that kind of thing See, that just goes to show how, like, clever or something could catch somebody's eye. Because I would obviously never listen to that. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should. That's clever. (laughs) (laughs) So, see? Yeah, I appreciate those things. Um, Let me see. I'll just list all of my outside things. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts about doing stuff outside. Not necessarily science stuff. Um, And so, I have a bunch of those. Uh, She Explores is the only one I'll talk about because it's really good. It's pretty new and it's about women in the outdoors and it's produced by an all women team and it's, it's really excellent. So if you're interested in that and it's all kinds of different things from, you know, interviewing rangers to just people that go on. One was a mom that took her five kids hiking on the Appalachian trail. Amazing. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so she explores dirtbag diaries, outside magazine podcast. Um, there's one called like the OT is one as well and women on the road so those are good outside podcasts if you're just interested in sort of outside sports all right uh let's see i don't have any outside themed ones believe it or not (laughs) you have lots of inside themed ones it's okay yeah uh, (laughs) oh let's see uh there are a couple of other electronics themed shows that i try to keep up with but don't always uh the amp hour yeah. Which 
it generally is over an hour long every week. So that's one that's sort of hard to keep up with. Mm -hmm. And the Spark Gap. Oh, I've actually so listened interested to in the electronics. Amp hour. Those are in, those are good ones. Oh, okay, all right. Um, let's see. I guess the one that I one that I keep up with the most is <laughs> it's actually PTI. It's pardon the interruption. It's it's a sports show. <laughs> really? Sport. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's an ESPN show. Uh, I used to watch it on Sports Center all the time. I love it so much. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just a a straight up. Yeah, sports show. I love baseball, so I really like it around that this time of year, in fact, yeah. Well, so uh, I sent out an email at work this week that started with, in the spirit of March Madness, we're calling an audible. Wait, wrong sport. I don't sports ball. <laughs> and I just left that whole thing in there. So. That's beautiful. <laughs> and everyone else said, why is that wrong? Because <laughs> they, right. they don't sports ball either. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I just I had to throw that one in there just because I, I do sports ball quite a bit. Um, Did you do a bracket this month? No, I didn't. I started to and I was like, eh, it's fine. Oh, you suck so bad that I just don't want to even, they didn't even deserve to be in it. So it made me I just sad. picked it all on statistics and let me tell you how well that's working out for yeah, me. Yeah, mm -hmm, not very much, huh? No. Uh, <laughs> that number 16 over the number one seed, you didn't get that one? No. So... <laughs> Uh, let's nice. see here. Uh, one that I think you might enjoy, and I was surprised to not see on any of our listeners' list, was The Productivity Show. <gasps> that does sound like I would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a GTD-themed show. Uh, they're generally pretty short and most of the time very useful. Wow. See, this is what got me into Freakonomics was where they did a whole, like, a five-part series on productivity. So I am really surprised that i haven't and listened to there's this. also the getting things done podcast from david allen company uh okay that one i have listened to yeah it makes me feel you know like i'm not getting anything done so i have to take breaks from that one right <laughs> <laughs> um one that i was super excited to see on some listener list was ear hustle and this is a super cool podcast that is done in conjunction with an artist that lives in California and then inmates in San Quentin jail. Wow. Okay. That sounds yeah. interesting. It's super cool. Um, it's really, really neat. Uh, I think listener Gary had that on there and I just want to broadcast that for anyone that sort of likes those kind of shows. And it's just, it's all this random stuff, stuff that goes on in prison, how they interact with the outside. And it is really really neat because the hosts are two totally different people you wouldn't imagine them getting together and it is fantastic so that's one uh that and lexicon valley which was on some other people's podcast too and lore but i feel like i really have to concentrate on lexicon valley so and yeah. i've had several people recommend lore to me yeah so that might have to be on my list of stuff to try that's the problem that's why there's so much turnover on my list <laughs> right. i try new exactly. stuff say, oh that was really good <laughs> And then stuff gets pushed out. Yep, that's so true. I also really like the faculty of horror. And it's these two faculty in Canada that do film studies. It's awesome. I'll just nice. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's actually a whole other genre of podcasts. There are a lot of shows where we're going to watch a movie and review it or read a book and review it or read comics and review them. So, like, that stuff I didn't think I would like. And I think I like this Faculty of Horror because they talk a little bit about the behind-the-scenes stuff. 
you know, oh, okay. because, yeah, because just the doing it and reviewing it, that seems like the stuff that these kids, kids these days watch on YouTube. I mean, there are channels where kids are watching other kids open up toys and play with them. This blows yeah. my mind. Like, there's a name for it. I don't even, I don't pay attention to it because it blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, MST3K is pretty sweet, too, so. Right. <laughs> you know. Uh, let's see. So I will go with uh, a couple of shows. So still untitled, the Adam Savage Project. Yeah, uh, that is one that they actually do some of that. Of they'll do a spoiler cast on the new Star Wars movie or something. Mm-hmm. I generally don't listen to those episodes. Uh, <laughs> I like the episodes where it's Adam talking about how they built this prop or how they made something look weathered or you know the shop stuff, the technique stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's good. Um, let's see. We've already talked about Nerds on Draft. Uh, so uh, Heavyweight. That's another Gimlet show. Oh. Have you I, have you listened to Heavyweight yet? I haven't. Uh-uh. Uh, first of all, it introduced me to a new band called The Weaker Thans, which is a defunct band now, but their music oh. is excellent. <laughs> and it's also... It's, it's stories in the sense that somebody talks about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, this one thing happened in my life. You know, somebody did something or said something or cut off communication or, and it's bugged me ever since. I want to know why that happened. I don't know the story and I still think about it. Oh, wow. And they go back and find those people. And in, in one case, it was somebody who loaned the music artist Moby a set of CDs. And <laughs> oh he gosh. sampled those CDs and made all of these hits from them and forgot to ever return them. So they ended up at Moby's house trying to get this guy's CDs back. Oh, my gosh. Did they get them back? No. No. Um, <laughs> but there, it's not all famous people. There's a lot of just average people that, you know, one day in... In high school, you know, this group of kids beat me up or something, and I want to know where they are now and why they did that. Oh, this is, so I have all these tabs open now with these ones that I want to listen to, and the tagline in a New Yorker article about that says, Heavyweight, the podcast that contends with our regrets. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so I, I really enjoy it. Jonathan Goldstein's an excellent reporter, and he's one of those people that once he gets something in his mind, he can't let it go. So that makes for some really funny moments. <laughs> and clearly the whole premise of the podcast. He starts the entire conversation, or he starts every show with he randomly calls his mother. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you know, she always be like, well, I'm busy. I can't talk now. And it's just a little 30-second oh. snippet of them arguing about something. And it's always really funny. That is super good. <laughs> or he'll call and be like, do you remember when I was three and I, you know, pooped on the living room rug? And <laughs> it's just, it's all really, really hysterical, oh, uh, quite enjoyable. And season awesome. three is in production, but there are two seasons of Backlog you can go listen to. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, this Gimlet Media, they've got some good stuff. Um, Let me see. I think I'm almost done, shockingly, because I have so many. Um, but one was Undiscovered, and that was from a listener suggestion that we go listen to that. So I try to keep up with that one. It's pretty good, too. Um, but also, I'm pretty obsessed with, like, TED Talks. I 
could watch that YouTube channel all day. And so I kind of like the podcast that they put out because it will wrap up a couple of them into, you know, smaller chunks. And so, like, I listen to the TED Ed podcast quite a bit as well. Yes. So TED Talks are pretty good, and uh, TED Ed is not a bad show. I generally try to watch them on YouTube because so often they're visuals. Yes. Yeah, that's a problem. But there's only, you know, only so many hours in the day I can consume them, so... Yeah. So I, I'm, I lay in bed and watch YouTube videos before I go to sleep. So that's uh, a lot of when I do that. I see. Yep. Uh, let's sure. see. So the last one on my try to keep up with list is the Startup Podcast, which is also a Gimlet show. <laughs> God, of course. <laughs> uh, so Startup started and actually... Uh, a friend recommended this to me at SciPy a couple years ago, and I went through the entire back catalog on my drive from Austin to Pennsylvania. Uh, That's amazing. <laughs> so oh, it uh, it started out with they were starting Gimlet Media, and it is a podcast everywhere from I have this idea, how are we going to pick a name, and a drunken conversation in the backyard, uh, and the name of Gimlet Media was almost in Esperanto. <gasps> if So if you want to hear that story, there's an episode about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do Esperanto on Duolingo. Like, I'm obsessed with Esperanto. That makes me love them even more. <laughs> yeah, so there's all this stuff. And now they have started following other businesses. So there are, I think, two seasons or maybe three on Gimlet itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It also involves them talking to uh, Chris Saka trying to get money and him being like, your pitch is horrible. Let me help you. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. so that was entertaining. <laughs> the other businesses, some of them have been good. Some of them have been less interesting. Uh, so that's why it's sort of on my, I try to keep up with it list. If it's an interesting business and I'm into the story, I'll follow it. Otherwise it might fall off the radar. Okay. Um, I guess I found one last one in here, which I am surprised is not on your list, which is stuff you should know. Yeah, you know, that was for a while, and it's also one of those that just fell off. Okay, yeah, because that's one of the ones with two people randomly talking, but they, you know, they've got more of a thread because they actually talk about stuff, but I really love it when they start arguing. It makes my day, because sometimes they kind of get mad at each other, and I think that's really funny. I actually listen to that one a lot when I'm running on the treadmill. That's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my go-to. So, so yeah. I'm going to recommend, still, two defunct podcasts. okay. So the first one is called Work in Progress. And this was actually produced by Slack. That makes the messaging thing that we used to have discussions. No and kidding. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot of interesting backstories on people and how they do work. Oh, okay. Uh, the other one that I highly recommend, just go listen to the whole back catalog. I know it's outdated. They went on hiatus like my second year of my PhD. So that was, what, four or five oh. years ago now? Yeah. Um. So I don't think they're coming back, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you would like it. It was generally four nerds <laughs> uh, sitting there talking about technical difficulties. <laughs> like, ah. you know, oh, we're going to talk about this piece of technology and what we like about it or what we don't like about it, or I've been trying this and it's working or not working. Uh, lots of little grains of wisdom in there. No, and that I, sounds great, actually. Yeah, and so I I really enjoyed it. I still occasionally go back and listen to back episodes of it. Oh, no kidding. 
So that good. Okay. Um, I love it that the technical difficulties podcast is defunct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Um, (laughs) So, man, we covered a lot. I was actually surprised at how many um, listener shows I didn't really listen to. I was, too. Our listeners are very well-rounded people, and we are very high aspect ratio. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Some of them I have listened to and just can't get into because there's a lot, a lot of people talked about, you know, Dan Carlin's hardcore history stuff and those are really long. (laughs) So that's one that I actually would like to try. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dan Carlin's hardcore history and stuff you missed in history class, which I did listen to a couple episodes, didn't ever subscribe and I actually forgot it exists. (sighs) Yeah. Um, I forgot it until I read it on here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) he does common sense too. That's another one that he does. Um, okay. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my grad students always are the ones who bring these up to me and they're like, you should listen to this when we're out, you know, in the middle of a field waiting for 40 students to finish mapping. (laughs) And that's, that's one that all my grad students listen to actually were all the Dan Carlin stuff. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. The Illusionist was on a lot of people's lists, which I had to look up. Yes. Um, so that's one of those ones that I've heard somebody allude to. <laughs> uh-huh. You're welcome. Um, but I haven't listened to it either. So have you listened to it yet? Or I haven't. I'm going to give okay. it a shot. It's uh, The description is Linguistic Adventures. <laughs> and Helen Zaltzman is the host. It's a Radiotopia show. So okay. they're probably the same people that do 99PI. Mm-hmm. So I yep. expect it to be produced very well. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Um, this Ologies one sounds really awesome, and I'm also surprised that I hadn't heard of this or listened to it. So I have added this to my feed. Okay. I have not got to it yet. Uh, but the the idea is we talk to a blank ologist, uh, and it's hosted by a humorous <laughs> and science correspondent. Uh, and you get to hear a lot of stories and why they're obsessed with whatever ology they're obsessed with, which I, I think sounds amazing. I think it sounds amazing, too. Um, I'm super excited about that one. I instantly put that on when I saw the little rundown of what that one was about. So, yeah. Yeah, and there are some science ones as well. So, AAAS. Yeah. Uh, so, Science Magazine, their weekly podcast. I didn't get into that as much because I felt more like it was a table of contents and ad for Science Magazine. See, and I felt like the Nature podcast is like that, too. So I've, I have jettisoned those, you know, cause I read those magazines. So I don't, you know, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. the one that a listener did point out that is quite enjoyable. I've started listening to it, uh, is the science odyssey by Dr. Chad Davies. Okay. I haven't heard of this. So this, have you ever listened to, uh, the, or read the book or audiobook, book, pulp physics? No, uh-uh. I know I know what you're talking about, but I have not. So it's an armchair discussion of the history of science and philosophy. That is cool. So, like, here's a series on Newton and all the stuff you didn't know about Newton. Okay. Just fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like the... I used to not be a huge fan of history of science. Uh, I'm getting much more into it now, finding the... <laughs> multi-dimensional aspects of not necessarily the science but the people 
uh, that were behind it and, you know, their rivalries and their personalities and what they did other than their science. So when I teach, I have so many of those slides thrown in and I say, you don't care about this now because you're young, but when you get old, you get really obsessed with the history of science. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's exactly right. (laughs) It's ubiquitous. Like everyone's like, I never cared about this, but you should hear about the fossil wars and all this other stuff. I love it. So you're finally coming around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it was funny because in doing a manuscript review recently, I, I had to catch myself because I was like, well, you know, the first person that did this was so-and-so in 1932. <laughs> and <laughs> Yep. Yep. So the people that can quote all of those pieces of literature, they mm-hmm. have reached the obsession point. Exactly. Exactly. And now there's a podcast to help them. <laughs> yeah. So that one was good. Uh, I believe that was on several lists, but listener Steve was the first one that pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, let's see... Uh, there's Gravity Assist, which is Dr. Jim Green. So that's NASA's Director of Planetary Science. I have heard good things about this show. It has not made it onto my list yet, though. Yeah, me too. Um, Science Versus, the same thing. I've heard good things about that. But uh, once again, you know, I feel like I have to step back from the science stuff every once in a while. So that one kind of, that one that one gets me a little riled up. <laughs> well, here's one that got me... Uh... I thought, oh, I'm going to definitely add this. And after I read the description, I thought, maybe I'll add this. Uh, it's called Houston. We have a podcast. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. The description is intellectual beer fuel discussion about movies. <laughs> Each week, we bring new guests to talk about their favorite movie genres, share their favorite audio clips, and describe themselves using movie characters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. That would that'd be one that I couldn't listen to a lot because the random banter, but that sounds like one that, yeah, like a Friday night beer field podcast episode would be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did you see on the listener list that stood this, out to you? Uh, let's see. The side door one sounds super overwhelming for me. I've never heard of this one, um, but you put the, the description of this up, which talks about what's in the Smithsonian's vault. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So I've listened to a few episodes of this. It mm-hmm. hasn't made it into regular rotation yet. It's one of those where I go through and probably listen to a handful. Yeah, and then shelve it for a while. Right, but they take biologists or archaeologists or physicists or you know whoever at the Smithsonian and say, what do you have that's not on display in the vault that's really cool and you're excited about? Yeah. Oh. So it's very it's very interesting. That's yeah. Hey, what is this infinite monkey cage? That's on a lot of them, and I haven't I haven't looked at that one. I don't know that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, our undersampled buddies put that on there, and that one seems interesting, mostly from the name, I guess. Oh, no, I do know what this is. Okay, so it's a BBC comedy. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a physicist and a comedian, and okay. Yeah. They look at the described as the witty and irreverent look at the world according to science. No. So so sort of like Star Talk. Yeah. This is super good. Yeah. It's funnier though. Do you listen to Star Talk? Um. You know, I do every once in a while. I actually, I don't know. I don't want to get hate mail, so I'll just say I listen to it every once in a while. I listened to a few episodes, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Me neither. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> let's see. Um, Making It with Jimmy DeResta. He's a maker that's well-known on YouTube. That one sounds like it could be interesting. Uh, then Up First was on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. And I keep hearing about it. I listened to that. So yeah. I, what I is Up First? Uh, it's just like a little... Um, a little synopsis of the news that's shorter than the regular, like, hourly news synopsis. It's an NPR thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you're listening on the Overdrive in the NPR app, you know, it'll it'll come up. And I've, I've listened to it, but I listen to NPR so much, I don't really... I don't really need an up first. It's like the New York Times app thing that's like, here's what you need to know before you start your day. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so stuff like that. And I take it back because now that I'm going through here, I see that Tim, who clearly Tim and I are the same exact person um, based on a lot of his feedback, uh, he has listened to Welcome to Nightville and also Alice Isn't Dead, which is one of those Welcome to Nightville spinoffs. So, sorry, Tim. I see those now. <laughs> yeah, and... I'm like I said, I'm going to try to put as much as I can of the unique podcasts. I, I won't specify who sent in what, but there were a lot of uh, you know, science shows, uh, sort of popular culture shows, uh, things that I had never heard of that all look really interesting. And a lot of our listeners listen to a lot of podcasts yeah yeah there are some i think this is something that people are like really excited to talk about right like what do you listen to <laughs> it's like oh here well I we've mean, been talking for 50 minutes about exactly it. <laughs> and several times you told me to stop so <laughs> so the, yeah uh, the interesting trend i noticed in this was that when i polled some of our friends who are also podcast producers. The people that listen to the fewest podcasts are people that produce podcasts. I know. <laughs> and I thought that was probably true for myself too. But um, yeah, I think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just spend so much time with yours, you don't care about anybody else's, I guess. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's more like you spend so much time planning, recording, editing, listening to again, and posting yours that you don't have time to listen to that many. <laughs> Oh, that's probably why I have more than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. And I'm I'm definitely gonna work through some of these listener um listener suggestions as well. Yeah. So Well, in an effort to keep this one from becoming too long, so people too late. <laughs> uh, don't listen to the whole thing. I think we should move on to everybody's <laughs> favorite segment of the show. Fun Paper Friday. Yay! You're welcome for this one. <laughs> I read this and just, yeah. So <laughs> this is structural characterization of a novel monotreme-specific protein with antimicrobial activity from the milk of the platypus by Newman et al. <laughs> like I said. Um, so basically, I understood exactly three pages of this, um, but I thought it was really weird. <laughs> Because yeah, so there, there are a lot of medical or bioscience terms in here about, you know, we use these concentrations, these chemicals to crystallize oh. this mm -hmm. and then do all these procedures. That I just had to kind of skim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, um, so to me, the so this is, well, number one, I thought it was really interesting because this is an act of crystallography and crystal crystallographia. Sorry. Um, and so I thought, that's weird. Why is this talking about crystallographic what? 
And so it's the crystallographic structure of this protein that's in platypus milk. And it's weird because it's not in any other milk from mammals. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, I just thought this was really interesting because actually the first couple pages are about the evolution of why this would even be a thing, right? And so platypus monotremes, so echidnas and platypi, I don't know. I don't know what that plural is. I would go with platypi. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So echidnas and platypi um, are, are really, really ancient ancestors. So later, the rest of the mammals broke off, which are marsupials. So, you know, things that carry things in their pouches. And then eutherians, which are mammals that have a placenta. And so that's where humans live on this tree. So way back 300 million years ago, these platypi, going to keep saying that. <laughs> Synapsids were, were the yes. name of the whole group before yeah. then. No, just platypi. We're going with that. <laughs> so, so that's really interesting. And it's also really interesting, and this is why I decided we should actually talk about this, is because that platypi don't actually have teats that their little young would nurse off of. They have a nursing pad. This is weird. This sent me down a really, really bad wiki hole. <laughs> yeah, so the milk actually is secreted from a gland in the stomach area, pools up on the skin, and then the young just lick it. But I guess that makes sense because they have beaks, right? So yeah, how, how are they going to do that? And But this protein exists in this platypus milk because of that. So because there's not like that direct, you know, if the little animal has a teat to suck on, the milk just squirts way back down the back of the throat. So it doesn't actually have a lot of interaction with like the front of the mouth or the outside world. And so it can't, well, it has less of a chance to get any bacteria on it. Uh, so this milk has this special protein, which is what the rest of the paper is about, is characterizing the shape of it, that is antibacterial. And it's something not seen in other milks. So this antibacterial property could be really useful to us. Yeah, and it has to be there because, like you said, this milk is just you know sitting on the skin and then being licked up. So there's lots of places for grime to get in it. Uh, the habitat that they live in is pretty microbe-rich. Yeah. And it turns out that this protein is folded in a particular way. It's got kind of this curly fold that we hadn't seen before, which is canonically now called the Shirley Temple. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> right. Uh, but what I realized reading this paper is I understand nothing about how we characterize proteins. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I don't understand the words that they use to describe the structures very well. They are not intuitive. Well, you know, Miller indices are also not intuitive for describing crystal structure. Look now, but I understand those. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, um, I thought I thought that you might get a kick out of some of the sort of imaging type stuff they talked about, but it's hard to get to. Yeah, so they did, as you said, crystallography on this yeah. protein. So you're trying to figure out what the interlayer spacing is in the crystal, which should sound familiar to anybody that uh, knows Bragg's Law. Mm -hmm. And they actually ended up using a synchrotron to light this up. 
and they were able to map the entire structure of this protein down to about a 1.8 angstrom resolution. So that's 1.8 diameter out of an atom. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like you go to the synchrotron and you're like, I've got this vial of platypus milk. <laughs> you know, beamline scientists, I think, see everything. That's probably true. Uh, having been on a beamline several times, a uh, neutron beamline, the things that people adjacent to me were doing were just totally random really? and fascinating. Really? Yeah. And it's also fun because you know, you're at this large facility, uh, so you're by a particle accelerator or you're on the other side of a wall of a nuclear reactor or you're some you're at some neutron source depends on what kind of energies you're looking for whether you want thermal neutrons or all this other stuff um but this is a very expensive operation to run and people apply to get time on it so if they're granted time they have an interesting experiment that is applicable somehow in some way that is beneficial to humans and they can talk about it well because their proposal was accepted. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're the kind of people you want to be next to and hear what they're doing. Right. Exactly. And I mean, this is this is totally one of them, right? Because they say that um, this protein it, is this antibacterial property actually is some of the things that we have that are drug resistant. This could help to get rid of those bad bacteria and so this is actually really important in terms of you know humans and going forward and making new drugs yeah so this was uh some pretty interesting work that when you first sent it to me it's like why <laughs> and then uh, it became a little bit more apparent the other thing that i picked out of here that i thought was fun was they used pymol software which is a molecular visualizer uh, that's open source. So oh. it's developed by a foundation. It's C, C++, and Python. Yeah, it's. I thought it was nice to see people citing their software as somebody that writes software for scientists for a living now. That is super awesome. And they look pretty good, too, those figures that come out of it. I yeah. Mean, yeah, you can totally see the Shirley Templeness of that protein. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that's your fun paper. We appreciate all of you that sent in your lists of podcasts. We found it very interesting, and I think we both picked up several. Yeah, definitely. So if you have any feedback on our show, we would love to hear it. We also would appreciate it if you'd go over to iTunes and rate us so that other people can find us. If you prefer to get your podcasts on Stitcher, we are now there as well. So, Shannon, if they have feedback for us, how can they get a hold of us? Well, you can... Send us some more time-wasting podcast at show at Don't Panic Geocast. Uh, also, we're on Twitter at Don't Panic Geo. John is at Geo underscore Lehman. I'm at Shannon Doolin. And we're all on the Slack channel, as we talked about. So there's been good discussion in there about this stuff. Um, and keep that going. Uh, we're the Don't Panic channel on the Software Underground. And until next week, remember, don't panic. It's not an exact science. Any opinions, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed are solely ours and do not necessarily reflect the views of our employers or funders.